You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast, where I'm your host, Ryan. Wiki Wick. I'm Philip. Oh, wow. So- <laughs> soundboard. Doing his own sound effects. Phil, I got to bring something up. We've been getting emails. All the listeners are dying to know, what is your favorite food? <laughs> Chicken Parmesan. Ch- chicky Parm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, what was, about you? Was this your favorite since like you were a boy? Or? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I used to work at Olive Garden. That's kind of something in my past. I okay. was a server at Olive Garden, one of the world's worst servers at Olive Garden. <laughs> but uh, you just, would just talk to everybody for like an hour. Well, yeah. And I always had to write things down. I'm not that guy who comes mm. up to the table like, what do you want? Not write things down. Like, I don't trust those people for the record okay. because I'm not that smart. So I'm kind of projecting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so chicken parm. Chicken parm. So you, you're one of the rare people that worked at a restaurant and like still loved the food oh, yeah. after leaving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, we don't eat there often, but I mean, chicken parm, if they have chicken parm on the menu, it's probably going to go go down. Okay. And then you've shared before in, in moments of deep transparency, your predilection for cookies. Yeah, I love uh, crumble cookies, crumble the cookies. pink ones with the white. Oh, man. <laughs> Yahtzee, the sugar cookies. Like, give them, put it in my mouth. Okay. Sh- uh, cookie dough is also something I'm quite fond of. Like just frozen cookie yeah, dough? Yeah. yeah. Same here. Frozen. I don't. I didn't, don't my wife frozen. will like bake cookies on the regular and. I might have one, but I'm like, give me like a couple yeah. chunks of that cookie. Yeah, dough. this is a true confession. <laughs> We've actually just baked. We've, what do you say? We've made cookie dough. Just to eat the cookie dough. There yeah. was no oven time. It's the best part. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Yeah, I can't say I have a favorite food. I know it seems like a cop out. I really like love just about everything as long as it's like made well. Mm. I was a very picky eater growing up, and I feel like my palate is just refined and okay. grown to appreciate. I like it. Many different uh, cuisines. Um, but I all, will also admit to being a cereal snacker. I don't mean like I snack on cereal. I mean I have a cereal pattern of snacking, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm a cereal killer right, when it comes right, to snacks. Right. So if it's on the shelf, like I'm probably going to eat the whole bag in one sitting. <laughs> yes. So not a lot of self-restraint, sadly. No, no. So I'm, I'm just kind of like, just don't buy it, you know? Yeah, don't and put it in the cupboard. Eliminate the temptation. The that thing will be gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you want to uh, make sure it rains, you go wash your car, okay? <laughs> okay. All right? If you want to uh, have free food, you go on a fast. Oh. And it just comes out of yeah. nowhere. Like, you want free food? Here's yeah. free I, I can't eat it. Like, oh. Yeah. Or you go on like a strict diet, free food. Yep. There's never a good time to, no. to fast or diet. You just no, got to really jump isn't. in. Yes. So, yeah, kind of putting the cart before the horse, but why are we talking about food and our dietary dilemmas today? Yes. Because today's episode is about unlocking the power of fasting. Mm-hmm. And so... I think fasting has grown in popularity and even kind of become like a fad recently. Mm-hmm. There's so many podcasts and, you know, thought leaders just talking about different types of fasts. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. I always thought it was like intermittent. It's like the inner lining of your mitten. Oh. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's not that. That's something I would do. <laughs> so good that you did it. But I would still qualify 
like fasting as an uncommon practice because it is hard. And even though it's grown in popularity, most people haven't ever done it or don't regularly do it. So in this episode, we're going to try to define fasting as best as we can, including the different approaches, share about our personal experiences and kind of unpack the numerous benefits of fasting as a discipline and quick disclaimer. We are not, as we are so often say on the show, we are not experts. Mm. So definitely not that. Yeah. Feel free to take some or none or all of what we say, but do your own research and like, yeah, if you're pregnant, don't fast. And I think there's other people that probably shouldn't fast, but (laughs) yeah, we'll let you decide that for yourself. So yeah. What is fasting? It is abstaining from all or some kinds of food or drink, especially as a lot of times it's a religious practice Mm -hmm. um, because fasting is more nuanced than that. Here's a couple additional explanations. So kind of get into the science of it. For my nerds out there, I know you're listening. There's physiological fasting. So the body's growth pathways are inactivated due to shortage of nutrients. You might hear words like ketosis or autophagy. Those are kind of hallmarks of physiological fasting. Mm -hmm. So even just kind of take a step back, like what is happening in your body when you fast is really good to know. So when we refrain from eating for about 12 or 16 hours, I'm going to try to say as many of these words right as possible. I'm excited for these words to come out. <laughs> our of glycogen right? stores yep. in our livers become depleted. This causes the body to switch from burning sugar as a source of energy to burning fat. So this metabolic state is called ketosis. I think that's where the keto diet gets its name. Mm-hmm. Simply put, keto is characterized by you get more calories from protein and fat and less from carbs. Cut back most on the carbs that are easy to digest like sugar, soda, pastries, and bread. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other process that commonly occurs is autophagy. That's the consumption of the body's own tissues as a metabolic process in which cells degrade and recycle their components, provides fuel for energy and cell renewal, and can combat bacteria and viruses. All right. The hard part's over. Don't ever make me say that again. (laughs) That's as scientific as I ever care to go. You did awesome. But yeah, to summarize, fasting can be a time of cleansing and renewal for your body. We'll talk more about this later. So, yeah. So I think too, it's also something that it just shows you the dependence of how fragile you really are. And like, it's important to keep putting your, you know, nutrients in your body. Uh, But so intermittent, intermittent fasting is doing a full fast or certain period of hours, typically less than 24 hours. This is kind of the new fad. A lot of like apps on your phone can help you with that. Approaches to intermittent fasting is time-restricted eating, uh, fasting each day for 12 hours or longer, like the 16-hour fast and you can eat for eight is very popular. Um, And then the 5-2 method, eat normally for five days and then limit your calorie intake to 500 to 600 for two days. I think the pros to this, um, this obviously may help you lose weight. There's that. Uh, helps overall health and reduces risk factors for diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Again, that's research out there. I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but this is what we did. We did some <laughs> research. And then uh, that enhances the benefic- uh, beneficial effects of aerobic exercise um, on an endurance performance. The cons is you're super hungry, and Duh. that's real. <laughs> uh, you'll likely have some fatigue, fasting headaches, your body's starting to switch over. Um, especially early on, 
Uh, and then, you know, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. doesn't count because you're sleeping. What? Yeah, it's I love ideal. fasting during right. that time. Sometimes <laughs> I have done a fast before. I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep at like 6, you know, like <laughs> yeah. moving on. Not the point. Yeah, partial fast is going without certain foods for a period of time while still eating other healthy foods. The Daniel fast is one of that. And Daniel 1, you can read this about that. But it says basically that he... Only eats fruits and vegetables, right? Is that basically what it is? Yep. Drinks water. Uh, yep, water. Uh, and so he does that how long? Do you remember? Ten days. Yeah, ten days. Uh, so some people will practice the Daniel fast uh, by foregoing meat, sweets, and alcohol for a time. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then the full fast, the big kahuna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is no food for 24-hour period or longer. And it's just water. So... Uh, And then physical uh, fasting can help where diets fall short. Many overweight people have tried various types of dieting to limit calorie intake, and yet they fail to lose weight. One of the reasons is that they have, there's evidence that suggests that even when we have restricted our bodies from calories, our bodies still go into survival mode and it slows its metabolism. Hmm. So it can help reduce uh, some pain and inflammation. And then mentally and emotionally, Many people experience heightened mental clarity during fasting, uh, and this may be due to part of increasing like your BDNF protein. Uh, and basically, you just your body has more time to do things except digest food. Yep. That's really what that is. Uh, the relational part of it is the more energy to give to your marriage and kids, mental clarity, and great time to reflect on values of what matters in your uh, in most relationships. Um, yeah. And then also just kind of humbling yourself of like, man, I'm maybe not as strong as I thought I was going to yeah, be. Yeah. And here's what I would say. I've done a couple fasts. We're going to talk about this in a second, nice. but I have trouble sleeping through the whole night, which is interesting. I don't know. So that's something that like <laughs> mental clarity is like, uh, I'm up, like I'll be up at, you know, four in the morning. And so you feel, you're not like necessarily restless, but you just feel energized or yeah, what's I'm just up. Okay. I'm just up. And then I just think about how hungry I am for longer. That's not ideal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So some more benefits like on the financial side, <laughs> I mean, you spend less money when you're not eating. So especially if you do a few days of a full fast, like, yeah, you're not going out to eat less groceries. So that's good. There's a benefit right. there. Right. Uh, I think the one we want to touch on is, is spiritual. So there are numerous spiritual benefits to fasting too many for us to cover, but here are some that we've kind of per- personally experienced. So, Going back to the story of Daniel, verse 17 tells us that God gave, after their fast for 10 days, God gave them knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. So while I'm not saying fasting guarantees miraculous spiritual awakening, I do believe, and I've experienced firsthand, a sense of clarity and, and sensitivity to God's like spirit, his still small voice when I fasted. There's one verse that's especially powerful in Matthew 4.4, 4, Jesus quotes Deuteronomy 8, 8, 3, when tempted by Satan in the desert, he says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so this idea that there's a special kind of spiritual nourishment that only God's word can provide us with, and it's more easily accessed when we're fasting, when we're not, you know, taking in physical food, but we're nourishing our, our spiritual, our spirits with the word of God. The next thing is breaking, fasting can help break patterns of carnality and sin, Uh, theologian Matthew Henry wrote, those who are under the power of the carnal or fleshly mind will have their lust fulfilled, though it be to the certain damage and ruin of their precious souls. Mm. 
That's pretty, weighty. Pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. In Philippians 3:18, Paul writes, "Many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their god is their stomach, mm. and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things." So, I think the point being there is like fasting will help break strongholds of our flesh by reminding us who our, our God is, setting our minds on things above. And then lastly, just spiritual renewal. There's a, a, a pastor and author, his name Jensen Franklin. He's written a couple books on fasting that when I fast, like I always make sure to like read through his books because just mm. the the biblical truth is powerful. But then he has so many different accounts of his own congregants experiencing like amazing miracles and breakthroughs. Wow. So it just like inspires me. It's like, I want that. Yeah. And, the, and these are like normal people who fasted for like 10, 20 days. It's wow. crazy. But he writes in his book, fasting is a constant means of renewing yourself spiritually. The discipline of fasting breaks you out of the world's routine. It is a form of worship, offering your body to God as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. That's from Romans 12, 1. So yeah, those are some benefits. I think we kind of wanted to share uh, with you guys our own yeah. disciplines, experiences around totally. fasting, and I, I volunteer Phil to go first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I think the biggest thing when we start talking about this is it's not to, like, puff up our chest of, like, this is how what we did, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. But it is, I think, to give you an idea of what our experiences were. And I'll start with this. I've done fasts probably 10 times in my life I've fasted. What I would say, the easiest fasts for me to do are when I'm fasting for somebody else. Like oh. I'm really in prayer for somebody else for a need that they have. That's the easiest ones for me. It seems like it gets harder when it's for me. Does that make sense? Like when I'm fasting for myself because I'm praying through something. Uh, those are the hardest for me to do. I don't know why. Can I ask a question on that real yeah, quick? Yeah, for sure. So... When does a need for someone go from like, I can pray for them to like, I need to fast for them? Yeah. Uh, this specific example was uh, one of our people in our connection group was really going through a challenging time in their marriage, like a really bad, bad season. And so I just knew like, this isn't, I'll pray for you, but I also want to do something else just to be able to sacrifice something. Mm -hmm. And be honestly, like, I just wanted it on the forefront of my mind for that individual. And I knew that if I was hungry, I'd be like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I need to be praying. Yeah. So that was what I thought. And I think that that's, you know, different for every season and different mm -hmm. reasons. But um, I think you just kind of know, like, when that need is, crosses over, like, whoa, this is really big yeah, um, for me. So I think the longest fast I've done, I want to say it was five days with just water. Um, but I've done a juicing, mm -hmm. but it was 27 days. I didn't chew for 27 days. It was just, you know, juicing and carrots and celery. Well, yeah. How, what effect did that um, have on your body? I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. I would say that I'm pretty, um, especially the first couple days of that one, I'm just really irritable. Like I just, yep. I get frustrated easy. I'm fatigued. It took me a while, like maybe a week to finally like hit my stride of, Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. And the interesting thing about that one, if I remember right, is I played Ultimate Frisbee a couple times. And I remember thinking I had so much energy until about four steps in to a <laughs> run. And I'm like, oh, struggle bussing. And yeah. like even a couple people on the field were like, man, you look horrible. <laughs> uh, so. Was that me? I hope not. No, that wasn't. Okay. Cool. I was playing with my 
a pioneer uh, friends. Those jerks. Those jerks. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but so that was that was my experience of that. But I feel like at the beginning, man, it's just so hard. And then I've done the water fast for five days. And every time I feel like I have a new appreciation for what God has given me after a fast. Um, but also just like a, a new found respect for just how easy we have it. And so I'm not sure what other questions you have, but those yeah. are kind of my experience. Yeah. I think one question that came to mind is just like what spiritual blessings or breakthroughs have, cause you talked about like fasting for other people, which I think is great as like the idea of like interset interceding for others and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of spiritually standing in the gap for them. And there's a lot of evidence in, in the Bible of, times where you know Moses prayed and fasted for the people and yeah. Jesus prayed and fasted and so um, I think that's a really great point to make that you can do it for other people and and trust God to move in their circumstances mm-hmm. what is a personal like spiritual blessing or breakthrough that you've experienced from a time of fasting yeah um, I, actually this is full disclosure I'm fasting for 48 hours starting at lunch uh, a friend of mine are, are just praying about something that's going on at church and I feel like I just need wisdom and clarity on what to do and how to respond. And so uh, one of my friends actually asked like, Hey, would you mind, would you want to fast and I'll fast with you uh, for this? And let's see if God gives us some um, wisdom on that specific thing. So that's the, like the most recent one is happening tomorrow. Awesome. Or basically is where I say tomorrow because like you usually can skip one or two meals and be okay. Here's another thing I found. Two things. One, no matter how long your fast is, it always sucks at the end. It's just a horrible, just horrible. How, like how so? Hours, hours before you can eat. It's oh, just like, you're just what counting is down the seconds? Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the other thing, dang it, I lost my train of thought. It was really good. Um, oh, it it's all about timing. So it might not be that you're, you're actually hungry, but it's just normally when you eat. Yep. And so you're like yearning for food. Yeah. And like you just get more irritable, you just yeah. get so it, hungry. It's very mind over matter. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I try to drink more. I don't drink as much water as I should, but in that times, like I get colder, which is I'm just colder because of I don't know, like your body's not digesting, so hmm. I feel like the water is just colder. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Even as you were sharing of like fasting, like. What, the question of like, why, why fast? Why not just pray? And like, Jesus says like, when you pray, when you give, when you fast, like, and he fasted for us. So like, when you look at his life, there's like an expectation and and fasting is like the spiritual practice that I think just gets so overlooked. It it is. People view it's like, no, only like a monk in a cave is going to (laughs) fast. It's like, no, like, and Jesus fast for 40 days. Yeah. So did Moses. And I would say this too, like, be ready as Jesus fasted for 40 days. Do you remember who started attacking him? Exactly. He, he was getting attacked. Yep. I mean, he was like, Hey, do this. Like yep. Satan was after him. So yeah. I would say be, um, aware yeah. of that because Jesus, like Satan will only go after the people that are getting closer and closer to Jesus. He yep. doesn't care if you're lukewarm. He loves that. Like, sure. But the people who are seeking after pressing really in. pushing, yeah, pressing in. Yep. Hang on friends. Right. Hang on. Yeah. That's so important is enter into it with the mindset of like spiritual attack will come, mm-hmm. but God will protect you. And that's absolutely, yeah, we're getting, that's why when you fast, like you need to spend more time in prayer than you probably normally do. Um, but I was going to kind of circle back to the fasting for other people. It reminded me of the story 
where the disciples were trying to deliver this boy from a demon. Oh yeah. And Jesus was gone and then he came back yeah. and, and then he just did it because he's Jesus because he's God. Yeah. And they're like, why couldn't we do it? And he's yeah. like, this kind only comes out from prayer and fasting. So just this idea of like, there's this deeper level of prayer and intercession that only fasting can kind of take you to that next level. And I would have to do more kind of theological study to understand that more fully, but I do see that like in, yeah. in the gospel and in the Bible. Yeah. It, it kind of points to that. Jesus was already fasting before he jumped into that. You yeah. Know? Like he wouldn't tell you to do something if he knew that he wasn't going to do it himself. For sure. For sure. So he was probably fasting and then prayed. And yeah. It's pretty neat. So yeah, so I can what's share, your experience? I yeah, want to hear about this. I can share a little bit of my own. I honestly don't remember when this kind of got on my radar. I honestly think it was after college, and I think I just found like I talked about that pastor Jensen Franklin. I found his book on fasting. I think I was just curious to learn more, and after reading that, I was just convicted that this had to be a practice of my life. And so, it's been just you know a handful of years of. Um, trying different things. But for the past, I want to say five years, I've started every year. So January one, um, we're just with a full seven day fast. So wow. no food, I'll drink water. I might have some juice. Uh, I really try not to drink coffee, but that's just been an amazing experience uh, for me. It's, it's really hardest, like the first one to three days. Um, because your body is, yeah, like ridding itself of a lot of like chemicals, toxins, preservatives. There's, you can read all about that. I've experienced the fasting headaches. Obviously, there's like hunger pangs. Yeah. Um, it can be hard to focus. Your body hates you. Yeah. That's basically what I <laughs> Yeah. Like. But then you really kind of move past like that hunger. And then really it is just like mind over matter because like you still have it in your mind. Like, mm. oh, it's noon. Mm-hmm. I need to eat. Mm-hmm. Or it's the evening. Like I should snack on something. And so that's why I really try like not to watch TV in the evening. Cause it's just habit. With snacks. Exactly. Yeah. Or I'm going to like see people on TV, just like eating awesome food. Uh, and then, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I'll say just to kind of share on some of like the breakthroughs that I've experienced. So the first time I did, I did a Daniel fast, uh, right after college. And the version I did was for 21 days mm-hmm. and it was, it wasn't a full fast, but I did give up meat, sweets, and alcohol. So I still ate um, and just gave those things up. And uh, after I was done, I kind of was like, all right, I don't really know what happened or like what what I was expecting. Um, yeah. But I, I was just inspired and I wrote like 11 worship songs. Holy cow. In like a week. That's amazing. I'd never written a worship song. <laughs> And I remember like doing yes. that, doing that, and then I was like talking with my mom of like, yeah, I just finished this fast, and I was just like, I don't know that I really feel like I had this spiritual breakthrough. And she kind of looked at me because I had shared <laughs> the song. She's like, Ryan, you just wrote like eleven worship songs. Like, when have you ever done that? And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> never. And so That's just like good, the man. spirit moving through me to hmm. just respond in that way was super cool. I would say even just kind of generally like financial provision, like getting jobs or just money coming in at times where I really needed it. And even just looking back on the trajectory of my career, just seeing how each job has been better than the previous one and more aligned with like my core values. And I would even say like just blessings over my marriage and my family, 
it's easy just to like look at your life and see that it's good and take it for granted. But I really do believe it's not all attributed to these fasting, but I believe it's somewhat. I don't, I don't need to know like what percentage percentage of it is. Yeah. But I can look back on every year and say like every year has been better than like the previous one. Wow. That's not a lot of people can say that. No. Right. It's a good place to start. And it's something you can actually do. We just shot a, a podcast about getting out of your comfort zone. This would do it. Oh, yeah. That would start it out pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So should we uh, leave them with some action yeah, steps? Yeah, for sure. Take First, do your research. Find a peer-reviewed science-based source. We are not doctors or certified health specialists, so don't take our words as the gospel. <laughs> take the gospel as gospel. pretty <laughs> sure you're not. But yeah. Something to talk about. I'd say talk to like a friend or someone you know yeah, that practices sure. fasting. Like. Yep. Uh, start small and build up. Uh, maybe don't start with fasting, but start from an elimination uh, and limit your snack habits. Um, you could try to start intermittent fasting, limit your eating window to 10 a.m. to like 7 p.m. Like don't eat then. Skip breakfast. Uh, no late night snacking. Uh, and then when you when you could try a full fast for a day, then string multiple days together after that. So start kind of slower and then yeah. move up. And I would say like if you've never fasted a full day, it's not as hard as you're probably making no. it out in your mind. Right. Like, you're going to feel hungry. Yeah. But you absolutely. can you can do it. You can totally do Drink it. Drink a lot of water. Yep. You'll be fine. And I, again, like no matter how long your fast is, the end always stinks. So if you're doing a seven-day fast, man, that sixth day and a half is like, okay. Yeah. I've made it this far. That's probably good enough. Like, let's, yeah. Let's eat right. Or like, you know, but the first day is like, what? I mean, fine. But only because you have a longer fast in store. But if you're only doing it 24 hours, I'm telling you, that last four hours is going to be rough. So align your fasting practice. And we talk about this a lot with your core values. We preach so often at a show that goals need to be attached to your identity. Uh, my encouragement is to be careful to consider your motives for fasting. Maybe it's because you desire to live healthier life. Maybe it's because you want to deeper your faith with Christ. Maybe you just want to have more discipline and self-control. Whatever reason, should align with your core values. Fasting is hard. Hang in there. So if you don't have uh, if you don't have that will and you don't have your why, it could be even harder. So uh, don't throw in the towel. Yeah, like we've already mentioned, drink tons of water. So during the initial days of fasting, like your body is releasing large amounts of water and salt in the urine. That's known as diuresis, I believe. That's the last science wow. thing, I promise. Wow, <laughs> threw one in there at the yeah. end. Uh, essentially, your body is cleansing itself of toxins, which is good, but you need to make sure that you're replenishing fluids and electrolytes so you don't become dehydrated. I've started, my goal is to drink a gallon of water every day, not just during fasting. So I, I have like a half gallon thing. So it's not it's not too big where it's like bulky. But in my mind, I'm like, all right, I just have to drink two of these a day. It's bulky. That'd be my <laughs> encouragement to you, Phil, is like, because if you're oh, just relying nice. on like the glass of water here or there, you're not going to get enough, especially if you're fast, if you're fasting. So. No, that's true. I just can't pee all the time. It's all the time. <laughs> just get a catheter. <laughs> if I could have a catheter, I would totally drink more. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, TMI. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, this one's really important. Replace regular eating times with mindful practices like reading, prayer, meditation, journaling. Don't just watch TV. You know, whether I fast for a day or a week, like I make sure to fill my mind with like inspirational truth. That's why I read that fasting book every single time. It just encourages me. I have a a notes section on my phone, which is all like verses on fasting. So it's like I'm feeding my mind with truth, but I'm also nourishing my spirit with the word of God. And that's what we need to be 
doing. And then as you've kind of touched on, the end is really hard. So it, your mindset can be like, Hey, I made it through my fast. I'm going to reward myself with some bebops. Don't do that. So don't go from fasting to feasting is what I say. So yeah. if you're fasting longer than a day or two, like you'll likely stop feeling hunger pains, but don't break your fast with a huge meal. Like your stomach has actually gotten smaller, so you're not going to be able to like eat as much, but you'll just feel like really nauseous if you just gorge yourself. So we've all seen it on survivor. We've all seen. Yes. It. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. What a good example. They win the challenge and then they get the cookies just and peanut butter. Go and, nuts. Yeah. And then they're dead and for all of a sudden. <laughs> blah, 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 yeah. like, oh, I got to go. Like, Please vote me off the island. <laughs> so. Yes. That's kind of what we have for you. Um, I think my last thing I would yeah. say is like the heart, one of the hardest parts that I feel like the devil attacks me on fast is like feeding my children because they're not on a fast. <laughs> yeah. And then the stinking kids don't eat anything. So they're just sitting there looking at their chicken nuggets. <laughs> just want to eat their chicken nuggets. Like, Do you know what I would give for a chicken nugget <laughs> yes. right now? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> this is my PS bonus content, but so just don't, don't feed your kids. Definitely feed your kids, but oh. maybe, maybe, correlate it with your wife is not fasting the same time you are yeah. so you both aren't hating your life watching your kids not eat their food <laughs> <laughs> awesome well you heard it here first uh yeah we really think that you can go further faster in your life by using this practice of of fasting and god is faithful to to move and if it if it matters to you like it will matter to god so absolutely yeah our challenge to you is to step outside your comfort zone and do it fast. There you Do go. Fast. Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review, and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com, where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.